Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Maybe, Maybe Next Time. Hello, I am your host, William Blue, with my co-host, Simon Drew McCormick. Hey. Hey. <clears throat> we are here, as we are each and every week, to discuss all things... <laughs> all things Nets basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, not a particularly eventful week in the world of Nets basketball. No. Uh, was it a particularly eventful week in the life of Simon Drew McCormick? No. You were I, convalescing for part of it. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm back in the, pretty much totally back, I think, knock on wood. And uh, you yourself came down with a bit of the, I came uh, down with a stomach bug. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was food poisoning. It could have been the stomach flu. I think for my coworker's sake, I'm going to stick with food poisoning, but it was a... <laughs> Violent uh, illness that swept into apartment 3C, and uh, <laughs> I think for the most part is gone. Okay, um, but uh, there were some harrowing moments in there. Right, those. I think that's the way of the stomach issue, either viral or or uh, food poisoning. It's like incredibly excruciating for like 24 hours. Yeah, no, it was a brutal, brutal 24 hours. Um, but we're through it, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we're here. I had some beans and some kimchi today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had my first full meal yesterday um, after it. I couldn't eat for, you know, obviously for that day. Uh-huh. But, um, but here we are. Refreshed, better than ever, and I would say eager to discuss the Nets. I haven't, you know, there's not been a lot posted on Reddit, on mm-hmm. Net Daily. I've gotten too into Reddit on my phone, by the way. Hmm. I got a uh, uh, code from someone on Reddit for uh, five bucks off a purchase on game day, which is like SeatGeek, but Hmm. I've heard it described as SeatGeek for millennials. Yeah, I thought SeatGeek was SeatGeek Yeah, SeatGeek is for old men like you and me, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Who are also technically millennials. Right, but yeah, all right. Um, Anyway... It's a new app. Uh, they don't have the preseason game listed right now. Tickets are thirty-six bucks for the Knicks Nets preseason, which I assume we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if it creeps up past the thirty-six dollars. <laughs> yeah, mark. we're gonna be fiending. Uh, I can't wait to see him destroy Kevin Knox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too, for the sake of uh, What do you think, hot take, who's going to win this year's Subway Series? Last year we were demolished by the Knicks um, throughout the season. I think, look, Bill, I try to keep, even though, as I was just telling you, I, I think we try to keep a somewhat realistic look on things. I, I think I think we still see the world through rose-tinted glasses. Sure. And, and I, I'm happy to believe that we can beat an Enos cantor led uh, Knicks squad. Right. Uh, do you think Przingis will be back next season? I mean, I don't know. I guess they were saying that they basically don't think so, right? Or they're not really yeah, like, counting on it? Yeah, it doesn't sound like he'll be back. So, who knows? New coach, missing their superstar. Right. This could be our year. Yeah. Not that anyone will, no no net fan will be there to enjoy any of any of that if if there is any uh, joy to be had. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Coach 
chill the f- out. <laughs> um, we have a extremely special uh, theme today. Yeah. This one uh, straight from the <laughs> from the twisted mind. <laughs> Of Simon. Yeah. Um, the way it was phrased in your email, I'm just going to read it verbatim. Match the net to a dinner meal. <laughs> <laughs> and let the hilarity ensue. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to, each of us pick three different dinner meals mm-hmm. um, to which we will compare a net. Right? Is that that's, that's right. your thinking on it? Yes. Um, anything else you want the listeners to know before we jump into this? No. Where did the dinner meal uh, idea come from? I think I was really hungry when I was talking <laughs> to you. Yeah, I think you said on that the, in the email. On the email, yeah. yeah, I was super, super hungry. Right. Well, uh, I know that there are listeners who enjoy us discussing food, you in particular. <laughs> so... Why don't you start us off, since this is your brainchild? Okay, great. Uh, Thank you, Bill. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, my first one is Thanksgiving dinner. Just a classic turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, maybe like a side Uh, salad or something. Pumpkin pie. Yeah, yeah. pumpkin pie for dessert. Uh, What about string bean casserole? Sure, yeah. Is that what you made? Or you made like a broccoli casserole? I made a casserole. I've made a uh, broccoli cheddar before. Yeah, mm, yeah, very good. So, look, that meal is spectacular, uh, obviously. Uh, But it comes once a year. Um, And I think that that meal matches up with Alan Crabb because maybe once or twice a year he has like these spectacular games. And and for, for me, they're, you know... Few things in the Nets season was more exhilarating than those forty-point games, but they came, you know, so infrequently that um, it was hard to get too excited for them. So, you know, just like a Thanksgiving dinner, it'd be great if we had like I don't know Thanksgiving dinner five times a year, but we'd, we'd really just have it once. Anyway, that's that's my uh, thing. Um, perfect. <laughs> I. I am not as big a fan of Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, you're not a turkey guy. Uh, and as you know, I'm not as big a fan of Alan Crabb as you are. Right. So, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Some that's a head scratcher. Yeah. Uh, should we do an Alan Crabb drop since we're on the subject? Yeah, sure. You know, why not? We've got them. Let's use them. Alan Crab. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, absolutely no problem. Again, um, my pleasure. <laughs> I am going to do my first one now. Okay. My first dinner meal is TV dinner. Ooh, TV okay. dinner. TV dinner. Interesting. What right? kind? Or just dinner. So I'm going to do, let's say, a Salisbury steak mm. hungry man. That's a classic. Yeah, That's cla- a, classic. a classic. It's a full pound. <laughs> uh, you were a big hungry man. Oh, man. Yeah. There was probably no bigger hungry man. Uh, so. I think for a period there probably wasn't a bigger one. Uh, <laughs> top three hungry men. Just for me, yeah. Well, again, the turkey dinner one that they had, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I once I, a year, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think what the other one, but but I I know that they had like um, I think they had like a pot roast that I really liked. Okay. Um, so I just say those two. That, that's okay. reliably. But not the Salisbury steak, though. No, I don't really like Salisbury steak, but it is a classic TV dinner. There's no doubt about it. All right. So my TV dinner meal is going to be Salisbury steak hungry man, mm-hmm. right? So you're getting, uh, and do not take this the wrong way, but you're going to have a pretty bad meal. <laughs> <laughs> do not take this the wrong way, but hungry man is not good right. in okay. actuality. Okay. And you're going to be watching it, as the um, title would suggest, with some TV. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be an old school. It's not going to be like, oh, I want to stream the hottest new HBO show, right? Uh-huh. It's going to be like, you have one of the network channels on. You're right. like, let's see what's on ABC tonight. Right. I want 22 minutes of content. Right. And and uh, prescription drug ads. Right. Maybe a modern family episode. I sure. Yeah, yeah. At best. <laughs> um, I don't even know what is on. Oh, it's on those things to yeah. to make a funnier comment. <laughs> surely they're out there. Surely, surely, surely there are more ridiculous things than <laughs> Modern Family. Yeah. Um. So you're eating a pretty mediocre dinner. You're watching a very bad television show, uh, and it's just a generally not enjoyable experience. And that, for me, um, is Alan Crabb. No! And so, yeah, no, yeah, sick burn! Uh, So, I would say, you know... That exp- the reason I say this, and I should, probably should have set, used, said this in the setup, but, you know, if you have a nice Salisbury steak, right, and you do put on, you know, the latest episode of The Americans or something, you know, you could have a pretty nice night for yourself. Mm-hmm. But we're getting the Hungry Man and, and the CBS adulterated version of what could be a decent dinner TV mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what Alan Crabb is. He's an adulterated version of, like, a, what we wanted Alan Crabb to be. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from exactly what you pointed out, which is extreme, <laughs> one could say violent inconsistency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think violent is an appropriate adjective to use for a man who... <laughs> Could snap violently <laughs> at any time. Um, so that'll be my first dinner meal. Okay. Handing it off to you. Okay. Um, my next uh, dinner meal is uh, meatloaf. Okay. Uh, Not dissimilar to Salisbury steak. No. I, to me, meatloaf, to me, my personal preference would be I would rather have meatloaf than Salisbury steak. But they okay. are two classic diner-ish yeah. meals. Yep. Um... Uh, a little ketchup on there, maybe some... Uh, maybe a little mushroom gravy? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if you're super lucky, yeah. mushroom gravy. I was thinking, it's often it's tough with, like, warm ketchup. But, yeah. But you could do either way. Um, mashed potato, uh, maybe some, I, I don't know, like a side salad or something. So... So like a cabbage mayonnaise ketchup? No, salad? no. This is this is a this is a bad, this is like a fine meatloaf meal. Let's say it's like perfectly good. Maybe bacon wrapped meatloaf. Okay, now that's too far. <laughs> okay, that's too far for what I'm talking about because who I'm talking about 
is Karis LeVert. Now, Ooh, there's yeah. nothing wrong, at least to me, with meatloaf. I'm happy to eat a meatloaf. If someone is preparing a meatloaf sure. at a house, I won't, like, I'm not turn my nose up at it. meatloaf, yeah. But... If I go to like a diner or whatever, I I, I don't n- basically never have meatloaf. Like I probably have meatloaf maybe like five to. Does Neptune at most. have meatloaf? They probably do. I, think I, don't I know, might though. go for it next time. Okay, okay. Yeah. But right, but so I, I'd say I probably have meatloaf maybe five to ten times in my entire life, and uh-huh. that's mostly because like. It's just like there's so many things that I'd rather have, mm-hmm. and so to me, Karis Levert is a perfectly fine player, but like. If you want shooting, you would go with a probably with a crab or a Joe Harris over him. If you want, um, you know, defense, you probably go with Jamari Carroll. If you want, although he's pretty good at D. Uh, if you want somebody who can play the point guard, like Spencer Dinwiddie, gets you more assists, gets you better assist to turnover ratio. D'Angelo obviously better than he is. Um, so there's just like it's like there's a lot of. For me, at least, there's a lot of people that, if you're looking for a certain skill, he's kind of a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Yeah. Um, but we'll see, you know, this year uh, whether things shake out. But I gotta say, I, and I think you maybe share a little bit of this. I, I'm a little bit skeptical of of Karis. Yeah. Right um. I I was gonna bring that up as well. Like, at what point can we and by we, I want to speak on behalf of everyone in Nets Nation. Mm-hmm. Can we give up on Karis LeVert having this outrageous ceiling? Mm-hmm. Um, so in the Damare Carroll interview on Glue Guys, he's like, who, do, who are you excited? They asked who he's excited about, who they think has a ton of potential. And, of course, he said Karis. The rumors are that, you know, Karis is off limits when it comes to people calling about trade proposals. He's vaunted as this extraordinary, uh, this man with extraordinary potential. Yeah. And yet, as a 23 to 4-year-old, he might be 24 at this point, Mm -hmm. he's getting old. Yeah. Um, He's not, certainly not guaranteed a starting spot on one of the most talent-poor teams in the NBA. And I wouldn't even say that he is the sixth man. Right. Guaranteed on that team. So at what point does that ceiling begin to be like, yeah, in the right situation, he might be a starter? Like, And that's not something to reject trade calls out of hand. Right. Like, I think we can... I think it's pretty close to time. This season will definitely, definitely determine whether he can make an actual legitimate leap. And, you know, while we're at it... Karis LeVert. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for remembering, yeah. Yeah. These are all your drops today. Mm. Um, All right. So, my turn. Yeah. Date night dinner. Date night Date dinner. Date night dinner. Interesting. Simon. I can't wait to hear this though. We are talking serious romance. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, we are fluffing right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is, but this is going to be like the most, the most like broy, generic, like, like uh, you know, CBS version of a romantic dinner. Okay. So this is going to be, uh, you're going to have your filet mignon. 
Uh, but yeah. that's only after you start off with like a really nice French onion soup, mm. something classy like right, that. Right, sure. <laughs> uh, you're not gonna have gar- mashed potatoes, Simon. You're gonna have garlic mashed potatoes mm. because this is right. This is this is this is class. Whoa! Yeah, this is class. Bill, I can't wait. You can maybe get a few spears of asparagus on the side, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe with a little hint of lemon in there. Mm. Uh, and dessert, Simon. I don't think dessert would be complete without some chocolate dipped strawberry. Oh, yeah. Bill. <laughs> I'm Ooh. talking romance, baby. These clothes, these clothes are flying off. <laughs> I'm fluffing them and I'm. Yeah, all right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have some chocolate dipped strawberries and some whipped cream, which I like to call body cream. Sure. <laughs> sure. I should have had a little more Bud Lime. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, this 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 <laughs> dinner is a flu, fluff and f, yeah. uh, and I feel like that could potentially be, and this is a controversial claim. This could be D'Angelo Russell. Okay. Okay. He has seduced all of us, myself. Very, very, very yeah, much included. Super you. He put out a, a workout video uh-huh. recently. Have you watched it I in full? I've, of course I've watched I was watching it on repeat in bed waiting for Claire <laughs> to come the other night. I probably watched it three times in oh, a row. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I could watch that man throw a medicine ball for hours, mm-hmm. it turns out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he has swooped in. He swept all of Nets Nation off its feet. We all... He's fluffed us. He's... We're ready to do just about anything he wants. And I am worried. I'm worried. It's okay. Feel free to belch into the mic. Uh, Get a little closer. Um, I'm worried that he might not be anything more than a guy who brings a chocolate-covered strawberry on a date. Okay? Mm. He's just sort of like... He he has all the right moves, right? He looks the part, he acts the part, mm-hmm. he dresses the part. Mm-hmm. But is he the part? Is he the romantic interest that is going to take you and your franchise to a whole nother level? Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, that's compelling. Um, what do you think, Bill, about the idea that he's somewhere in between the ultimate fluffer and like a solid piece like a uh, like second best or or at at worst third best player on a good team so like what would what would a comp, like a Kimba Walker is like a ceiling or something yeah yeah i don't know enough about the rest of the nba to really give you a good but uh, but just like so so he's the number 2 or 3 part on a team. Yeah, like he's he right. Yes. I could uh Do you think that's possible? Do you think that he plays the kind of game that would work with that or Right. I mean, he's obviously been groomed for for a bigger role than that. Mhm. Um but yeah, whether or not he is going to to you know, fulfill that destiny is a very big question mark. And yeah, uh, can he can he accept a role as not the face of a team as not the face of a franchise? That's a great question. Uh, I don't know. I think if free agency goes the way that everyone is speculating it is, 
he's going to probably have to because if they bring in – I mean, even if they brought in Tobias Harris, he's going to probably be the number two guy. Mm-hmm. Um, unless he explodes this season as right. everyone is um, counting on him. And by everyone, I mean the 17 to 18 Nets fans. In the world. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, um, let me do the drop real quick. See, snitches and stitches, bitch. Oh, D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do... Okay, just very quickly, then we'll move on. I, I, I do think that that drop was not my best, but I think from our experience of seeing him basically run out of the Verizon, like, booth... Yeah. Like, that is all people think about him. I understand that that's an appalling way to think about him. Yeah. I do. But that's how, like, anyone outside of Ned's Daily Land rat. thinks about it. Yes, it's rat guy. He it's people like booing. Rat. Like, when he was also on the screen when they were like, oh, hey, look, it's D'Angelo Russell with this, like, little kid doing something totally inoffensive and unobjectionable. Like, people showered him with booze. Anyway. No, I know. You can't bring him up in a lot of NBA conversation without it immediately... Um, coming back to that stupid fucking Snapchat. Yeah. So so anyway. So <clears throat> uh, okay. So my next thing is uh, not really a good dinner meal. I'll be completely honest. And it features your uh, one of your least favorite meats. But hear me out. One of my least favorite meats. Meats. Yeah. Um, turkey sandwich with. I like turkey sandwich. Oh great. Like a deli oh yeah, sandwich. No, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. So turkey sandwich. Uh, mustard, mayo, great stuff there. Uh, Some cheese on there. Cheese, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Cheese me, sorry. Hey, hey, pardon me. What what kind of cheese (laughs) would you, I mean, we're not talking bodega, but like any cheese. On a turkey sandwich? Mm -hmm. I guess it depends what type of turkey. If we got like a serious Thanksgiving leftover turkey, I'm going to do like a lighter cheese. Like a like a Swiss cheese or something. Swiss cheese, yeah. yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so let's say let's say turkey, Swiss cheese, lettuce, tomato, um, mustard, mayo, and um, potato salad. I would say mustard based potato salad, which is my preferred potato sure. salad. All right, more like a German potato salad. Yeah, yeah. right. And um, and a pickle spear, a nice dill pickle spear. Yeah. So sour is all get out. I hope. Yes. Yeah. So terrific. Terrific meal, but um, and and arguably not dinner, but just go with me here, Nets Nation. Um, uh, I I love that meal. I think I you know I, thinking about that meal makes me salivate. But I also <laughs> again it, it, it's not like um, it's not a top tier uh, meal for me. It's not like something I lay awake dreaming about. And so for me... You salivate, but you don't lay awake salivate. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, A fine distinction. Yeah. Yeah. And an important (laughs) one. Absolutely. Uh, Worth talking about. Yeah. Um, And that to me is Jared Allen. I love Jared Allen. I think he is a great dude. Um, He's getting a lot of... He's like popping up around places. Uh, we missed his, his. I know. Well, yeah. it was during the time when we were both working, so yeah. not super convenient. But, but I know I would have loved to get his shirt, meet him, have a great time with him. Um, he, but as we talked about last episode, he's like never gonna pour in the points. He's never gonna be the focal point of an offense. He's he's probably not really gonna be the focal point of like a defense exactly. He's gonna like block the rim and try to stop yeah, anyone. He's a from, rim protector, right? He is a perfectly fine. He's a good piece to have on your team, but he's not a franchise player. 
Okay. I, uh, I, I couldn't agree more. So, let's drop him. That's you. This is Alan. <laughs> Oh, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, by season's end, I feel like he was he was right up there with D'Lo as my favorite guy. Um, all right, so my final one, Simon, is an untraditional dinner meal. It's breakfast for dinner. Oh, interesting, interesting. Bill. I, I am just this. This is such a captivating <laughs> episode for me. Um, yeah, maybe we should just do a food bl- uh, <laughs> food podcast. Uh, I haven't seen you this animated in months. Yeah. Um, so I associate uh, breakfast for dinner. With pancakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is my weakest one, by the way. So just, okay. just preface it with that. All right. So I associate breakfast for dinner with pancakes. And I associate pancakes. Would you say that's fair? Like, sure. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a classic breakfast okay. uh, food. Um, and I associate pancakes, uh, as I think most God-fearing Americans do, with little maple syrup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know when the last time you had syrup was. I, I, so, as a, just as a brief and aside, I, I, I'll, I'll just say that I have had it free, pretty recently, but for no actual, like, I haven't sought it out. Yeah, but you've had some syrup. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> syrup is extremely sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about where this comparison ends. And it's Jared Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Jared Allen is a sweet, sweet boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know that. He just, as you mentioned, did the Big J t-shirt giveaway. Yeah. Uh, He's probably the only player on the Nets that I I feel like we could meet and, and, like, legitimately walk away from feeling like, you know what? I think I might be cooler than that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could not say that about anyone else on the team. Certainly less into hardcore gaming. Yes, definitely, games. definitely less of a gamer than him. Though I do like a board game. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll do not or, tell him. Or, <laughs> you, you are plummeting in the... Um, anyway... So, Jared Allen's going to be my breakfast for dinner because he's sweet like syrup. Okay. Pretty basic. All right. All right. Simon, that concludes what I think was a pretty good section. That was You got was any wonderful. concluding thoughts on uh, dinner meals? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. How about this? Ta- speaking of not having many thoughts about, I'm going to say two words. Oh, Okay. And I want you to just free associate. Okay. Okay? Whatever comes to your mind, it's a safe space. Say it. Mitch Creek. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Off-season. Off-season. Okay. You've got one word comes to your mind. Oh, yeah, right. Um, I mean, that's... Nets off-season. Yeah, okay. Who is Mitch Creek and what's he about? He is a player from Australia who was playing in the Australian League, I think. I believe so, Who yeah. we have signed to a... I didn't realize you signed players to this, but... And maybe I'm wrong about this. You can, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think all we've done is invited him to camp and given him a camp contract, yes. right? We haven't given him a two-way, I don't think. We have not given him a two-way. 100% have not given him a two-way. Okay. Um, 
You like that move? I don't care about it. I couldn't talk. <laughs> That's sort of what I've been driving at here. Yeah. Like, like when you say Mitch Creek, yeah. to summon any degree, like, I'm bored by Ed Davis. And yeah, Ed Davis yeah. is a legitimate, right, pretty decent NBA, NBA for, player. Right. Yeah. Mitch Creek averaged, like, what is it, like six or at most eight points in the summer league? Like, yes. that is just terrible. Now, those are Jared Allen numbers. But Jared Allen also got more rebound. Uh, anyway, yes. It's, no, it's, it's, a, it's a completely uninspiring <laughs> yeah. thing. But in a week as dry yeah. as this one, mm-hmm. uh, a guy like Mitch Creek sort of uh, rises to the level of warranting mention. Yeah. Uh, but that said, I think we've exhausted Mitch Creek. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jared Dudley was on the Woj podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, takeaways from that? Any feelings about it? You listened, I, I I know. I did listen. I think that it was interesting because, like, I don't listen to much Woj podcasts, but I feel like most of the time, like when D'Angelo was on, for example, it's usually way more focused on the actual player. D'Angelo was what on the they're Woj? Doing. He was last year when he got oh. traded. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, I but was usually, perhaps a little less obsessed with basketball podcasts. <laughs> he was, yeah. Well, I, I imagine he was, uh, you know, but th- this podcast was just about, like, broad NBA themes. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, he Dudley was able to give perfectly coherent, relatively insightful um you know, uh, talking points about about those things. So they, I mean, I yes, as as you have said to me, it makes it's totally unsurprising to me that he is like going to go into like media, going to or going to push to try to go into as an analyst or something. Yeah, he uh, he talked about the refs. He talked mm-hmm. about stars picking their markets, um, and those markets generally not being in Milwaukee uh, or forget the other market he. Mm-hmm. Derided as a place no one would want to go to, um, he made it very, very clear, and this is probably the most germane thing for Nets fans that he is not a buyout no. candidate. It, right. From the sounds of it, he believes his NBA career is not not only not over after this year, but uh, he has a long, long career left. Yeah, yeah, I think he's completely delusional when it comes to that, but. I do think, Bill, I do think he may have a point that, like, he could be our best shot at a stretch four that, yep. that annoys the shit out of you. Because, like, we don't really have any... I know I tried to say Trivion Graham was, but we don't really have anyone at the four who's better as a, as a backup. And, um, you know, I mean, I just don't see... I don't see Ed Davis and the Manimal... Uh, Kenneth Fareed playing together too much. No, I, I I think that I think that as long as we want to compete, he will, will very likely rise to the four, the backup four. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said. I think a similar thing to what happened in Phoenix last year, where he eventually fell out of the lineup completely, could happen if we um, tank. And Kuruks 
becomes the guy mm-hmm. that we try to go with. Mm-hmm. And I would love that. I would love to, frankly, not see Jared Dudley play this season full stop <laughs> and to just ride Kuruks, a man who who saw uh, Cerro Minutos in Barcelona <laughs> last year. <laughs> and very little on the B team. Yeah. Uh, um, on the B team of Barcelona. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Jared Dudley, Dudley is arguably, if you wanted to put the most competitive lineup out there, arguably could be a more competitive starting four than um, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Whew. Yeah. That, uh, that's, bold, that's, yeah. A sh- that's a spicy take. Fired, that is say. a spicy take. Um, we are going to transition to our final segment. This is going to be wonderfully short, by the way. That's great. Um, Mailbag. It's mailbag time. All right. Uh, so this week, uh, Lip Sanity hooked us up with a cue. Lip Sanity hooked us up with a cue. He he said, pick three nets and invent a Bud Light flavor for them. By the way, listeners, uh, our non-sponsor Bud Light Lime. Uh, has provided us with two drinks. We have provided ourselves with two Bud Light Limes. We have, we yeah. bought, we have two Bud Light Limes right now. Yes. Um, just to bring some authenticity to our answers in this question. Right. We are Bud Light Lime aficionados. Um, so he gives a great example of what a Bud Light flavor for a net would be. Coach, stop it with your fucking antler, brother. Hey. <clears throat> Go enjoy. Go enjoy. All right, so <clears throat> Dan wanted us to do this in our best Timothy Mozgov voice. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you go first, and then I'll, I'll go. Me? Yes. Well, wait. It's it's Bud Light Sable. Right, Bud, yes. But, and I can't It tastes gamey, even though it has no game. Okay. Uh, so what, just say Bud Light Sable in a Timothy Mozgov. Bud Light Sable. Bud Light. Oh, that's very good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and li- listeners, please uh, tweet at us who you think does a better Timothy Mozgov. Yeah. Now, Bill. All right. Uh, <laughs> Bud Light Sable. Yeah, that's good. All right. That's perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. And we'll see where, you know, we'll put up a poll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we each came up with three nets. Hopefully, we had a lot of overlap in the um, dinner meals. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect mailbag question for uh, the theme of the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and by the way, Lip Sanity, thanks for the cue. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, very Lip much Sanity. appreciated us. Any of you listeners out there, hit us up, maybe next time, at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Simon, what are your feelings about a DM? I think they're fine. They're, they're great, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I personally, I love a DM. It, <laughs> It's just a great thing to get. Makes you feel wanted. Yeah. All right. You want to go first? Sure. Uh, So my first one is uh, regular Bud Light Lime. And I think that... Regular Bud Light Lime? What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, he's he's given me a blank canvas. Okay. And I've decided to paint it. We're back at at Montessori school. There's no wrong answers here. No. Nor is there mathematics. 
uh, no, the beads. Beads are the math. Right. Um, uh, if you can count the beads, you can do the mathematics. So, um, Bud Light Lime, to me, is a classic. It is um, everything you could want in a, in a beverage, and it's, it's sustained us through, you know, at least a year. Yeah. And to me, that's D'Angelo Russell. Okay. Uh, you know, he is on a hopeless team, gives you just an, enough hope to, you know, maybe have somebody that, that'll be good someday. Right. Um, all right. My first one is a little Bud Light variety called Bud Light Goulash. Ooh, Bud Light Goulash. Hey. Uh, any guesses as to who I might be talking about? Uh, one of the Eastern Europeans? Yeah, Janin Musa. Ah, okay. Uh, apparently, so I didn't know this before I looked it up, goulash, I could have maybe guessed, goulash is a very popular Bosnian food. Oh. Yeah. So, but like goulash. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would be a rich, tomato-y, smoky... I don't know if I've ever had paprika beefy, maybe? Yeah, I think beef is in there. I think there's some beef in there. Um, I don't have anything even close to as taste gamey, even though it has no game to go with the goulash. But uh, mm. it's a flavor, and it's representative of one of these people's homelands. Yes. Um... Okay, uh, my next one is uh, Bud Light Fruit Punch, oh. um, which I always, I don't know how you feel about fruit punch flavor. hate it. Really? Yeah. So to, so to me, well, you'll hate this guy too. Um, okay. To me, uh, fruit punch always sounds good to, to me. Like, I'm like, oh, fruit punch flavor, great. Often it bites me. Uh, when I was a kid, um, I remember getting uh, high C fruit punch, mm-hmm. like the little juice boxes, and they sucked. They were it, it, fruit punch gives you too much um, sugar. <laughs> yeah, azúcar. It has the. It does have too much sugar, but there's too much freedom in the in the in the the, the term fruit punch. It, uh-huh. it, it could be pineapple-y, could be banana-y, and you can't really get upset at them for for construing that as fruit. No, punch. because it's a yeah totally made up thing. Right. Um, so so to me. Um, that is Alan Crabb. Alan Crabb, to me, sounds good. You have a great three-point shooter, a guy who's going to step it up on D. He, you know, he was, he was billed as somebody who wasn't great at defense, but only because he didn't try. Uh, you know, all those, all those things that we sort of bought into, into Alan Crabb. And, and, you know, he's a real high C. Uh, you know what the one... Fruit punch flavored item I enjoy it. Jolly Rancher. You got it. No, I know. Jolly Ranchers is is the best. That's yeah, the best. It's fantastic. Uh, that's the best uh, Jolly Rancher. It is. Yeah, I, I feel the exact same way. Strawberry is also good. Mm. Have you tried that? Yeah, I like them all. I like apple. I, I like all the Jolly Ranchers. No, but, I mean I'm not going to. I'm not going to turn my nose up at any Jolly Rancher. But yeah, fruit punch is is tops for me. Strawberry is a, a close second, but it is second. <laughs> Um, so we've got some pretty delicious Bud Light flavors going so far. Uh, my next one, less delicious, Simon. Mm-hmm. It's Bud Light Junkyard. Ooh. Because we have not one, 
but two junkyard dogs. Okay. Um, very little other explanation for that. Mm-hmm. Two people on our team, same nickname, junkyard dog. Um, I guess it would taste <laughs> like garbage. <laughs> well, that, no, that, that's the dump guard. Right. So okay, so like it could have scrap like metal or something. Sure, sure. Um, old refrigerator. Old refrigerator. Uh, yes. Yes. Now you're talking. Uh, um, can car you, parts. Car parts. Auto parts. Um, heavy manufacturing. Um, mm-hmm. Parts. <laughs> yeah. Right. That are no longer useful. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Final one. I think we've extinguished our knowledge of junkyards yeah, uh, and what yeah. they contain. Um, who knows in today's modern world? What I don't know how many junkyards. Yeah, um, maybe like uh, iPads or something. Yeah, yeah, that's a sick world we're living in. But I think you need like a special place to dump those because right, they have so they're many rare earths and, and minerals in them. Right. Yeah. So. That's a that's a fascinating topic. For I mean, I don't want to bore people yeah. with my understanding that, of all this. That but. is interesting, though. Um, we'll have to talk about that off mic. So, yeah. so, yeah. so please let me drink a little bit more. Episode, yeah. um, so my third one continues the theme of yours being way more interesting and non um, fruit flavored. Okay, where's well, my you're making, This flavored. is off the cuff, pretty much for you, right? I mean, (laughs) in your defense, you're just making shit up. Wait for this one here. Um, Bud Light Orange. Oh, come on. Two actual flavors of it? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, this is an imaginative question. All right. I know there are two flavors of it. I'll use those and come up with a third, I, which I think, is... I think you've taken care of the imaginative part. I'm, okay. I'm bringing it back to reality. Bud Light Orange. Yeah. Um, it is definitely not as good as Bud Light Lime, but it is a quality, quality drink. And I think that, you know, I, I think that if given time, I, I think that Bud Light Orange has some real value and has some real sticking power um, in the the beverage world. So, uh, to me, it is Ronda Hollis Jefferson if he develops even a remotely decent three-point shot. Like, if that guy can shoot 36% next year from three, which would be an 11% increase, (laughs) I think. He was 25% Something like that. It was definitely in the 20s. Um, But I think the guy guy has an amazing work ethic. I think the guy has has figured out how to deal with his yips, Um, and he could do it. Um, and I, I think you should aspire to be a Bud Light Orange. All right. Well, I gave you some grief for doing Bud Light Orange, but mine is mostly I, I've come up with a different name for it, which I did put on Reddit at one point and thought was so good that it warranted a uh, repeat here. Okay. A new flavor for a summer drink, and we'll say it's a Bud Light drink, and it's called... The D'Orangelo Russell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's a riff on a Bud Light orange. Yeah. Okay. We'll say it's uh, no, it's a, it can't be anything else. Mm. It's a it's a Bud Light orange. Right. Um, and that kind of takes us through it. Yeah. Thank you again, uh, Lip Sanity, for that. Yeah, Lip Sanity. We need we need an excuse to get that guy back on the show. Yeah. 
Um, no excuse necessary in my book. Sure, we I, could I just had a third voice here. Yeah, no, we break it up. Uh, <laughs> see if he likes uh, fruit punch um, Jolly Ranchers. He's a big Jolly Rancher fan. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's why you guys are so close. <laughs> All right, you know what? I think we could probably wrap this thing up. Sure, let's do it. Uh, hit us up. On all those things we said earlier? At uh, maybe next time on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and at gmail.com. Throw us a five-star rating, four-star rating, three-star rating. I take three three, enough. Three starts to hurt. Three, I mean, but if it's it's honest, I'll take it. (laughs) You know? I could see someone thinking this doesn't warrant more than three. Yeah, I could too, but maybe they want to keep it to themselves. themselves. Uh, We need them. We love them. I think we're at... Uh, 13 right now. That's pretty, that's more than I would ever have dreamed. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's humbling. This podcast has already succeeded past anything I could have imagined. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Um, it's just special to share this with everyone each week. Yeah. Uh, all right, we will see, see ya, ya next time. I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. Like a worn out recording Of a favorite song So while she lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed And in the personal columns There was this letter I read If you like Pina Colada